Wolf Creek, Chapter 9 The sky turned black as the pyroclastic cloud chased them across the pass. A sea of fire glowed incandescent behind the angry cloud. Elbows of lightning crisscrossed its murderous face. Faster! Faster! Veronica screamed. The speedometer crossed 100 miles per hour. It's getting closer! She groaned. Veronica's dad checked the screen. The cloud was 750 degrees and moving 150 feet per second. He opened a red safety cover on the dashboard, exposing a silver toggle labeled boosters. He flipped the switch. The car rocketed across the tundra at 180 miles per hour. With one eye on the rearview mirror, he watched as the ash cloud disappeared into the distance. Well, that was a little close, he admitted. But we're safe now. We'll be out of here in no time. The car continued rocketing down the road, putting ever more distance between themselves and the cloud. There! Look there! he shouted. Wolf Creek! The way out! Wolf Creek marked the end of the plateau and the eastern boundary of the Magma Skyway. The road ran parallel to the creek, meandering down the plateau to a tunnel at the bottom. At the tunnel, the road crossed under the creek, turning into a four-lane highway on the other side. Veronica's father knew if they could just make it to that tunnel, they'd be safe. Out of nowhere, a torrent of lava bombs slammed into the windshield. The car noticed. Visibility, zero percent. Please mind the screen. Now all eyes, even the captains, focused on the screen. The lava car appeared as a blinking white dot, winding its way down a brown road at high speed, its passengers reduced to characters in an all-too-real video game. A curvy blue line, labeled Wolf Creek, wound next to the road. Lava bomb! Maddie called, hearing the telltale shriek. The flaming rock crashed just beyond the car, setting the surrounding trees ablaze. In the flittering light, Wolf Creek's waters raged with splintered trees and ash. Do you hear that? Veronica said. A small sound, at first barely audible, grew into a grinding roar. Veronica covered her ears. The captain peered expressionless into the electrified blackness, searching for the source of the sound. Mudslide, he yelled. Stop the car! The car screeched to a halt on the overflowing banks of Wolf Creek. Millions of tons of mud and rock slid down from the plateau. Boulders, some the size of houses, blocked the road. The ash cloud grew ever closer. We're trapped, Veronica said. An alarm buzzed. Four sets of eyes focused on the blinking white dot at the center of the screen. A red dot flashed onto the screen's edge, then another and another. The dots became a line snaking ever closer. It could only mean one thing, a river of lava heading straight for them. A bolt of lightning lit up a nearby sign. Veronica read it aloud. Runaway truck ramp, go up it, she called to her dad. The lava can't get us up there. But the ash cloud will, he said. Still, he pointed the car up the gravel ramp. The ramp looked exactly as Veronica imagined it would. Buckets of water lined its edge, ready to douse a big rig's fiery wheels. Only today, the water in the buckets was boiling. 
Veronica read the outdoor temperature off the dashboard. It's 225 degrees! From atop the ramp, the captain watched the lava river rage toward them. On the screen, the thick red line and the orange cloud converged on their blinking white dot. We're trapped, he said. If the lava doesn't kill us, the ash cloud will. Nothing's going to kill us, Veronica's dad said. I have a plan. Thirty seconds ticked by, then sixty. His plan, it seemed, was to do nothing. The deafening ash cloud splintered dozens of trees every second, but the lava reached them first. An inferno of flame rushed past the bottom of the runaway ramp, heading straight for the mudslide roadblock. The captain turned to the back seat. He took his daughter's hand. I love you, he told her. I love you. Let's not say our goodbyes just yet, Veronica's dad said. Watch. The lava river collided with the mudslide roadblock, sweeping away trees and ash. But the largest boulders did not budge. Millions of tons of rock continued to block the road. The lava pooled in front of the boulder dam, deepening by the second. Well, I guess we'll need to help it along, Veronica's dad said. I thought the lava would clear the road, but no matter. He reversed the car off the ramp into 18-inch deep lava. Lava drive mode activated. Two minutes until car melt, the car droned. The lava car's tires steamed like ice on a hot pan. The ice tires slowed the melting, if only for a moment. Veronica's dad rammed the roadblock again, but the boulders held firm and the lava deepened. Daddy, cried Veronica, it's up to my window. On the car's screen, Veronica's father tapped an icon of a boat. Lava boat mode activated. One minute until car melt, the car alerted. The ice tires folded up as space glass bars extended all around the vehicle. An air thruster tank popped up in the back, providing steering. The car lifted off the ground, floating in four-foot-deep lava. We're going to die, aren't we? Maddie said. No, Veronica's dad said, shaking his head. Not in this car. He fired the thruster and aimed for the roadblock a second time. Here goes nothing. He flipped the booster switch once more, and again they collided with the roadblock, this time at 50 miles per hour. The front and rear airbags deployed in their faces. Veronica's nose bled on impact. Still, the boulders held firm. Ten seconds until car melt, the car warned. Climate control compromised. Daddy, it's hot, Veronica shrieked, the sweat pouring down her face. The floor, it's glowing. Then sit cross-legged, yelled her father. The interior temperature of the car shot from 72 degrees to 105 degrees in a few seconds. Half of the screen glowed bright orange, lit up by the all-consuming cloud. He fired the boosters again, a final desperate blast. This time, the boulders gave way, their bottoms now melted by the engulfing lava. The car slipped through the broken-down dam. The deep lava pool receded, spilling down the road. Through parted rocks, Veronica's dad saw the tunnel beneath Wolf Creek just ahead. He switched off lava boat mode, the lava tires popped out, and he regained normal steering. That's the way out, girls, he said. Hold your breath. 
The girls looked out at the shapeless cloud of gray death now no more than 50 feet away. This time they knew they would make it. The car accelerated through the tunnel. Veronica watched the pyroclastic cloud, still furious and hot, shrink ever smaller in the rear window. Someone exhaled loudly. Veronica and Maddie looked at each other and then to Lucky Bunny, who closed her eyes and nestled into Veronica's lap.